I'm Mary Kinsella, host of Her Engineering Career Podcast, helping women engineers like you confidently command greater influence and impact. Today's a great day, and I welcome you back to Her Engineering Career Podcast. This is Episode 8, and continuing under the theme of Skills for Women Engineers, our topic is How to Ask for What You Need and Want. Find the show notes for this episode at herengineeringcareer.com slash eight. Asking for what you need and want is an essential skill for your engineering career, and it's also very useful for life, isn't it? You'll notice that I'm including what you want in this skill, not just what you need. Yes, we need to ask for what we need, but want? Isn't that presumptuous or maybe greedy? Well, no, it isn't. What you need is for getting your job done. And then what you want extends to your career vision, allowing you to stretch beyond where you are and follow some of your own ideas. You may not always get everything you want, but you need to ask for it. So what are some of the things that you might need to ask for? Well, they fall primarily into two categories, resources and permission. Here's some examples. For resources, you might say, my team is shorthanded, so I'm asking for another engineer. Or I'm asking for more equipment and lab space to carry out my research. Or, I'm asking for more training on this system. And examples of permission might be, I have an idea for a new product, so I'm requesting permission to explore that. Or, I'd like to get leadership experience, so I'm asking permission to take over the analysis team. Or, I'm asking permission to take Project A off my plate, so I can devote more time to Project B. So here you're asking for permission or asking for the okay on things that you don't have the authority to decide on. Now, there might be some resources involved in these examples, but primarily you're asking for permission. Your ability to ask for what you need and want, like all skills, must be developed and improved. Some people are better at it than others. And for many of us, it doesn't come easy. I remember a few times in my engineering experience when I failed to ask for what I needed or wanted, and it held me back. I eventually realized that when I did ask, the outcome was usually in my favor. So this is why I'm featuring this topic for you today. So let's explore some of the misconceptions that keep us from asking for what we need and want in the first place. As women engineers, we sometimes don't ask for what we need and want because we have these beliefs. We believe that asking for things is selfish or shows weakness. Or we might think, my boss knows what I need, so no need to ask. Or my boss is busy and has more important things to worry about, so I'm not going to bother them. Sometimes a lack of courage and confidence convinces us not to ask because I don't want to make waves or cause trouble or be out of line. 
or I don't really know what I need, or how to ask for it, or I'm probably not going to get it anyway. And sometimes there's a misunderstanding of roles and responsibilities, and we think, I'm not allowed, or it's not my place to ask for what I need. Or my boss is expecting me to be resourceful and take care of all my own needs. Or it doesn't make me look good if I ask my manager for things I need and want. Yeah, some of these ideas sound ridiculous. But this is what we tell ourselves, either based on our experience or lack of experience, or maybe the culture or background that we came from. Most of these statements are just plain false and all of them act as roadblocks. Let's discuss some approaches for overcoming these misconceptions. And then afterwards, I'll teach you some specific practices for asking for what you need and want. Here's the truth. Asking for what you need and want is critical to advancing in your career. Not only is it a useful skill, it is expected of you as an engineer and a professional. Three helpful concepts to apply when asking for what you need and want are changing your mindset, building courage and confidence, and understanding expectations. So let's explore those three concepts a little more. First, change your mindset. You can move a long way from the fear of asking for what you need and want by first changing your mindset. Here's more truth. You are a valuable asset and your contribution is necessary for the success of the mission. Everyone needs resources to accomplish their jobs. You can't progress, grow, or succeed without getting what you need and want. To help you reverse some of the false ideas we talked about, change how you think of yourself when asking for what you need and want. Change from annoying troublemaker to proactive leader. Change from meeting a personal need to meeting a mission requirement. From time waster to problem solver. From quiet and placid to vocal and valuable. And from making waves to meeting expectations. The second concept, build courage and confidence. Most of the time, you haven't gotten what you need and want because you haven't asked. Not because you don't deserve it and not because your boss doesn't think you need it. Not every request will be a struggle. Quite often, having the courage to ask in the first place is all you need. Build the courage that will enable you to ask. Make asking for what you need and want part of the routine of your job. The more you're in the habit of asking, the more confident you will become. And the third concept, understand expectations. Your employer wants you to get what you need to do your job well and be content in your work. Let that be your underlying assumption as you communicate what you need and want in a professional way. Asking for what you need and want is one of your job responsibilities. It is essential to getting ahead. And it's an indication of your resource management skills as well as a sign of your leadership potential. 
and it's what your boss expects of you. I can help you with this. I can help you overcome these misconceptions. I can help you learn to ask for what you need and want. If you need support in bringing more joy and fulfillment to your engineering career journey in this way, go to herengineeringcareer.com and click on Work With Mary. There you'll find more information and an application. And now we get to the how-to. It's easy enough to say that you must ask for what you need and want, but going about it, of course, is a little more challenging. So I've put together eight guidelines to help you through the process. Now, before I go through those eight, let me give you a tip. Before you make your request, review your organization's mission and goals. Think about your role and your responsibilities and understand your boss's expectations. And then tie your request to those three things. You'll have a greater chance of getting what you need and want. Here are the eight steps. Number one, identify who to ask and in what setting. Who is the appropriate person to fulfill your request? Maybe it's your boss or a team leader. When and where will you make your request? Maybe you have a regularly scheduled meeting that's appropriate, or maybe you need to get on someone's calendar. And here's another quick tip. Make sure your timing is good. Avoid asking for things during overly hectic times. If your boss is busy and stressed, consider giving them a heads up before your meeting. Number two, identify what you need and why. Be direct and clear with your request. Use the words, I'm asking for. I'm asking for this. I'm asking for that. So that it is very clear what that thing is that you're asking for. State your request in just two or three sentences. Write them down ahead of time. Then justify your request from all perspectives, including your own. Number three, be prepared for rebuttals and questions. You want to be informative and not defensive about what you're asking for. Expect there to be questions and pushback. That's your boss's job, right? Be as thorough as you can and present your case. Provide details even if you think they're obvious, because usually they're only obvious to you. Number four. Practice by yourself and with a mentor, a coworker, or a friend. Practicing will prepare you well by smoothing your pitch and bringing up issues you hadn't considered. Especially if yours is a big request, this is a really important step. Number five, be persistent. If you don't get an answer in a timely fashion, follow up. If the answer is no, find out what has to happen to get to a yes. As appropriate, you can push back a little and use your negotiating skills. Number six, make sure you get a clear response. Make sure you get a response that is explained well and that you understand it. No response? That's unacceptable. Number seven, expect to get what you need within reason. 
you'll get some of what you need most of the time. Usually there are resource and priority constraints, right? That's just the way it is. Don't expect to get everything you need and want all at once. And finally, number eight, identify your needs on a continuous basis. Learn to be attentive to what your needs are as you progress in your career and routinely ask for what you need and want. As you develop this skill, you'll realize a number of ways it benefits you. For example, it'll facilitate your job and build your communication and negotiation skills. Your management will appreciate that you are assessing the situation, prioritizing needs, informing them of the request, and following through. These are all indications of your professional skills and leadership potential. Let's recap, shall we? We covered a lot today on the topic of asking for what you need and want in your engineering career. We began with the false beliefs that can keep you from asking in the first place, and then we followed that with three approaches to overcoming those misconceptions, changing your mindset, building courage and confidence, and understanding expectations. And finally, we wrapped up with eight guidelines to help you through the process of asking for what you need and want. I hope these insights are helpful for you. Next time on Her Engineering Career Podcast, tune in for Episode 9, where we'll focus on decision-making, another essential skill for your career toolbox. Thanks for listening. That's our show for this week. Please help other women engineers by sharing this podcast on social media, rate it five stars, and give it a nice review. 